Madgas podcast. I'm never going on holiday again, Damien. I've come back to a new British PM and uh, a new monarch. What uh, has happened? Well, you clearly jinxed us. That 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 um, exit of the country sent us into a spin. I mean, God, what a change you've come back to. It's really, I mean, it's epoch changing, isn't it? I mean, you know, all jokes aside, this is uh, change like we've never known before here, really. And I think that um, it's too much change, you know? It's like, hold on a minute. You know, we've had too much in the last two years and I can't stand it, can you? Um, I'm, I've, I've never been uh, overtly concerned with change. It's always disconcerting. Um, but often new broom sweeps clean kind of thing sometimes. Um, listen, it's always, it always fills us with anxiety when we, you know, we think about changing anything, you know, you know, our bank, our mobile phone, our, you know, obviously our government, um, it's tragic what's happened with, uh, with our monarchy to a degree, but I think we all expected it to happen over the next few years, but everybody's still in, 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 in object, in shock, obviously. Um, I actually went to Buckingham Palace on Thursday, um, or I went to join the queues actually um, on Thursday, and the outpouring is is just amazing. I mean, these the crowd just keeps moving; they just keep coming, and um, it's massive to see how much the country is in mourning. Um, I, I take it you're you're quite the royalist. No, I just, my life, like our lives, anyone who's under 70, you know, that's all I've ever known. Yeah. And, you know, everywhere you look, it's E to R on the post boxes, policemen's helmets, army yeah. uniforms, um, stamps. And, you know, already life has changed in the last 10 years, but probably over 20, 25 years, you know, especially social media and the internet, you know, it's, it's beyond recognizable from what I was by my 20s. Um, I feel the generation gap is bigger now between me as a 51-year-old and a 25-year-old more than it between me and a 71-year-old, right? Yeah, I true, feel, true. I feel disconnected. I feel alienated. I yeah. feel not just me. I go to the gym. There's loads of guys my all say the same thing independently of me even bringing it up. It's become a world where we don't communicate to each other properly. So I think yes. this death of the Queen, who isn't just the Queen, she's a head of state and also someone that has been the constant in the last seven years among this country and so many others, despite all the issues that have gone on over the years, that you and I can't do anything about because of the empire and everything else. But I'm just saying that the change that has happened has been too much and it's mm-hmm. mentally damaging for people. It um, cost of living crisis, everything else, it's doom-laden. And I, 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 I'll say this right now, I pity anyone right mm-hmm. now that gives birth because I wouldn't want to be coming into this world if I had the choice. Uh, I don't like it. I think it's um, serious, seriously unstable. What with the war in Ukraine, having a week's holiday, I was able—I I was able to hit the reset button, reflect, look at my life, look at the world, change. People aren't be- aren't any better. Look at Instagram. People are more vain. There's more narcissism. Um, it's not a better world. But don't you think don't 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 you think that's up to also our generation to help steer that? Like, I mean, it's I've got you quite right as far as Instagram, the vanity, the showing off. You know, everyone's under immense pressure to keep up with the Joneses. The cost of living has gone sky high in the last two, three, four, five months. 
it's gone it's gone mad after we've had such a lull and being able to find out really that family is important and that we've had a quality of life and we've slowed down we've not seen so many planes in the sky and we've all taken walks and taken more exercise and we're eating all healthier and now we seem to be like an elastic band going back to how life was pre-covid right in many ways yeah and, uh, you know covid was always going to be that bookmark wasn't mm. it? where we were before and after um i i i feel great these podcasts are great they're real they're raw they're good and you know our feelings come out on these and i do i absolutely have my son's birthday today so okay. he he had COVID, so we will have that to deal with this week, just when you think it's all over, it's not. And yeah, change is something as a freelancer I, I, I deal with every day, if not every hour, right? Yeah, yeah. But change is something, fundamental change to the fabric of the world we live in. Where yeah. China, they're even wondering whether they're going to get anyone to the Queen's funeral. We've got the Ukraine, Belarus. You know the issues in the Middle East, and it, it's it's not a nice world at the moment. It really is. No, I think we're heading. We we're, we're definitely heading for something really. You know, sounds at times very tragic, and a clear out. And and there's a lot of uncertainty out there, and why this is all happening at the same time. And you know, I, I do believe there's going to be a bit of a. There is going to be a clear out. I mean, you know, as you said, there's a lot more. You know. Oh, have I lost you? No, we're all there. <laughs> okay, I thought I'd lost you there. Yeah, I mean, you know, America, Trump, the whole kind of, there, there are so much, there so many countries and so much upset, as you said. But again, you know, I've always aired on being and remaining positive, staying in your lane, passing on the right advice um, to to make sure we're passing on the right information to our to our kids trying to remain calm i'm not always the most patient person the calmest of people i don't come i'm not i don't want to come over condescending in that way because you know i have my ups and downs like everybody else but you know i, I think we have to keep a calm head in a in what is a stormy uh, a stormy world and uh and keep perspective on what's real because otherwise we we end up going along with everybody else and having this crazy world and not caring about anyone or taking time to stop and ask the right questions or help someone up, you know, and, and that's not who we are, uh, both as a nation and individual humanity, etc. cetera. Um, and so it's up to those people who have known the better times to keep the good, the good times going, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. It does. And this is like the yin and the yang, isn't it? You know, you end up having good and bad and everything. And I think that the, the fundamental reality is that anyone who's 96 that dies, you're hardly going to put hashtag gone too soon, are we, on social media? But mm. at the same time, I think that not just the human being that has died, it, I think this um, huge pouring is to say you joined the you made the effort to join the and you did it. And did you actually go and did you manage to get to see the coffin itself? No, I, we just uh, walked from Green. I walked from Green Park um, all the way around and followed the queue. So you end up going down the mile and back up in order to get to. Um, uh, Buckingham Palace and then it continues to wind back through to Victoria and come back past Buckingham Palace so I went up to the closest bit at the end of the mile so you could look I could get the the full square on Buckingham Palace and didn't need to do the whole loop back through around to High Bike Corner so then I just we just doubled back walked down Pall Mall and crossed over to uh, Whitehall. You see it's amazing that um, what I love about the sadness if you like if that makes any sense is that 
suddenly, despite all things I've said earlier in the podcast about the world, I'm feeling what kind of love does it bring a child into? Actually, I'm sure many generations have said this, but the beauty of seeing real human emotion, respect, communication. Apparently, there's a great sense of community in the queues because you're standing next to your neighbor in the queue for probably seven hours sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, there's genuine getting back in touch with who you are as a person. It's not about, you know, filling your lips with collagen or whatever. It's not about mm-hmm. the biggest pose in the world you can give. It's not about, you know, going to... let's be candid about this. Actually, at the end of the day, at the end of our life, do any of us really care whether we kept up with the Joneses or not? Not really. Well, again, this is what I suppose this podcast is is reminding people about. I mean, we're, we're probably exactly on the same page that keeping up the Joneses is not what it's about, is is having a sense of morality, having a, a sense of goodwill, uh, charity, um, common sense. Um, and really, you know, as you said, the vanity, the collagen, the constant appearance, the keeping up with the Joneses is all, you know, not really real and something we should steer our children away from, our friends and how we associate things and repel that type of thing to a degree. You know, that doesn't mean that we can't progress. We can't be ambitious. I think a lot of people think that's the only way to be. But, you know, that's a social social media drive of which everybody feels that they've got to get on the same gravy train or they're not in it. And that's not true. That's exactly right, because what is the measurement of success in the Western world here? It's wealth. It's mm. what you own, what you have, what you can show off, what you can wear, whatever, you know, what you drive, whatever. E- even down to the what the flashiest stroller, the flashiest carry top, the flashiest baby seat. You know, it's like, actually, do you know what? If you can get a decent looking suit from Asda and you can get a decent looking suit from a, an iconic fashion brand, but they still look the same. Only you know the difference, really, unless you go around flashing the label. You know what I mean? Unless there's a, I don't know, a fashion guru next to you at, at the party. The reality is, I guess, it's about how it makes you feel. And this is the this is the real point. We shouldn't have possessions to make us feel something, should we? We should get it. We should feel it from within. And this is what I'm trying to impart to my children. So they may want. Well, there's two sides, and I, I'm glad, you know, we, we agree, we disagree on certain things. I mean, as you said, it's about how it makes you feel. So whether or not you're buying something from Asda or you're buying something from Bugaboo, the difference <laughs> is about how it makes you feel. Often people will look at a certain fabric or a material or the way something's built from a, a technology perspective in, in terms of it feels smoother or it's better designed because of the technology that was used or the ergonomic design that was behind it and some people say well actually i'd prefer to put that effort and that kind of want into my kitchen or the food i cook or nutrition or you know how i get to school in the morning so everybody's energy is in one way or another it doesn't always have to involve i think cost like you said you can find a really great push chair or car seat baby monitor that might do exactly the same thing at a fraction of the cost but that's again down to us fq magazine to report on those particular products to show you what the value of those are where the where, where the plus points are and where the negatives are but equally a very good push chair that costs the 1500 pounds against something that might cost 500 pounds might be equally as good yeah absolutely i mean there are there are absolute practical elements to things and of course you know um quality does tend to last long it's uh uh, you know, the materials on baby seats, push chairs, clothes, etc. But I mean, 
what I'm thinking right, is because of the change, because of the holiday, first holiday in three years, I was able to sit down and actually think, mm. think without pollution. Do you know what I mean? Clearly. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm 51 years old. What am I? Well, I've got three children. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it, right? Pretty much it. And I thought, if I was to die now, what would I really leave behind? Three children, my genes. That's the mm-hmm. main thing. Now, that sounds narcissistic, right? But at the end of the day, what, what, what pushes us to have children? It's nature, isn't it? And it maybe it's the sense of belonging, the sense of being wanted, the sense of we're almost told that's the thing to do, aren't we? Really, too, you know? Um, well, I mean, you have to go back to those moments when you had your first child, your second child, and the third. I mean, as you said, it's, you know, we are, nature is nature is about us being tribal no matter what absolutely you know? and and that that tribal um sense that we have in us is to to build our own security and be, 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 make our own tribe and that makes us feel safe and secure um and that's nature makes us every animal and insect do the same thing so you know we don't think about it necessarily at the time but brought together where, where we clump it into loving our partner for example um, makes us fester and want to sometimes grow a family. These days, I speak to a lot of people um, who who don't, some women in particular, who 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 don't want to have children at all. Really, quite happy to adopt or take on the role of uh, godparent or or auntie or uncle, and and not have children because they're more interested in travelling and the career. And seeing that a lot these days, maybe because, as you say, the financial uh, pressure on everybody to be able to keep up with the Joneses or to afford all the nice things in life uh, means that, that, that they are not thinking so much about starting a family. Yeah. And, you know, these people, I've got a very good friend living in Southwark in London who said to me, he feels sometimes like the old man because he'll go to an event and people ask him, I've got a kid. The reply is no. They go, oh, it's already quite shocked almost. And he's like, well, I don't need to feel like I need to explain to people why I chose not to have kids. Mm. And you know what? I remember at the age of 14, this distinct memory us chatting about one day when we grew up, we'd like to be dads. And he went, No, I'm not having anyone call me dad or daddy. And he stuck to that. He's got this fundamental thing where he's never wanted dad. And I respect that. Oh gosh, we, I think we've all, as parents, had moments where we think, "Gosh, why did I do it?" But at the same time, as you and I have been elated at many reasons why we have, um, and I do believe that children are a gift. Um, but uh, I respect anybody that chooses not to. Their own path is their own path, um, as far as that's concerned. But I, you know, I can't going back to when I, you know, my first child. Um, and going through that whole process, I, I just, you know, uh, it, it just felt like it was a process and a want, a need, and a love, uh, and and it and it was born out of all of it. Bang on, exactly how I at the time. Each time after that, my other time after my first, and I, I've got you know, a child's birthday. They're going another child's birthday next week. Wow. It's September babies. It seems to be yeah. uh, this household and. Um, I, that's another, that's, that's for another podcast, that one. Why were they conceived all around that time? Well, well, it's quite common, isn't it? <laughs> it no, well, it seems to be quite, it seems to be quite common that, that kind of thing happening, but that might be just down to you and, and your biological internal system. It, it, could, it could well be. And actually, I know this sounds a little bit out there, but looping back around Queen Elizabeth II, who died just over a week ago, 
Um, it's, I think, a reminder to all of us um, when or if, because it hasn't happened to me yet. I know, sadly, it has happened to you. But when a parent dies, mm. I think, especially a mother, I think a lot of people have been speaking on the news that I've watched. who have said it's reminded them when their own grandmother or even mother died, you know. And um, it's, I think it's because she was so well-known. She was the most photographed woman in the world. Mm. She's everywhere, even if you didn't want her to be, including as I say, stamps and post boxes that you walk by. So it is a loss, even if you don't believe in the monarchy or you're not a royal. It is still quite a quite a sea change, isn't it? Really, you know. Well, I mean, I think the one the one word that has um, has vibrated, I think, throughout the last week or so. Has been the word service, I think. Yes. Everybody says that she has served the country. She has done such a great job to 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 hold the country together. She's always been very positive. She's been like the mother of the country. As she's been, as you say, head of state. She's performed that particular role um, with grace and respect and you know be it a pauper or a rich person she has shake, shaken the hands and waved to everybody her subjects and people who have totally loved and respected her so I, I suppose to a degree all those people who have had a picture of the queen on their wall or a jubilee plate or you know a coin and we hold her money in our hands every day and a stamp on and lick the back of her head for many many years yeah, we you know have, we, we, we we feel closer to her uh, then we then we do most people that we may be even related to. So I suppose that's where it's come from. I haven't really analysed it until speaking to you just just now on that basis that she's touched everybody's life in one way or another. Really, really has. I mean, what I said earlier about um, not you know not wanting you know anyone to necessarily have a child being brought into this world right now. That that's clearly not really really how I feel. It's just just a passing moment because you know what? Actually, after chatting a bit further i realized how amazing it is to be part of this whether we want to or not we're part of it in the culture of this country right now we're part of the grieving process we're in mourning mm. um there is a feeling in the air there is a vibe in the air that you can, it's an energy in the air if you like and um i think that perhaps perhaps we will look back on all this i don't know in how many years time and and be glad that we were alive during all these changes you know well, I mean, that's what I felt when I was walking down the mall on 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 Thursday. I mean, I'm not particularly royalist, and I'm not as touched as some people have been. But I was touched in as much as, as you said, she's touched my life in one way or another. She's entered my 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 world or my television or whatever um, at certain points in my life. You know, bit you know uh, Christmas and the and the speech or 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 significant. Um, significant days where she's had to speak out and and and, and or, or or make a statement so um and on that on that basis you're entitled to feel you know how you felt today sometimes it just doesn't quite seem worth it or worthwhile and then momentarily you know your child might just wrap their arms around your neck and you'll think I, i'm on top of the world again so that's how we're supposed to feel and 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 i hope that this podcast is real enough for us to we always said that we'd make this podcast conversational we did. Um, and 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 i much prefer a conversational you know um podcast than than some sycophantic kind of condescending uh reporting type thing that's what we're doing we didn't choose the subject you never tell me what subject we're going to talk about 
we roll with them we we, we we roll with it because we're just human beings living within a society trying to get by with or without children thinking whether or not we want children or we're just about to have a child or we have children you know and as men i don't believe we all also network as well and talk uh with each other as much as women do and and exchange information and ideas and um contacts etc and hopefully we will bridge some of those gaps moving forward but also to just create a debate about certain things at certain times that might be topical and this is the topical subject right now and the feeling in the air and the atmosphere about what's going on that's really well said and in many ways this podcast is an outlet for us as much as it is for our listeners and uh if you want to hear more from damien quaver and myself tim barnes play fq magazine that by the way is father's quarterly uh, just check us out on Google, fqmagazine.co.uk. Podcasts can be found on FQ Mag Dads. Uh, check out Apple or Spotify and even Anchor. Uh, and that's what we record this podcast on. So uh, we do it pretty much every week. We normally be back on a Monday. We're not because of the uh, massive state funeral that's going to be happening. So we'll be back on Tuesday for another podcast and um, another set of feelings. It'll be, uh, it'll be an interesting one after the you know. Exactly. Chin up, chin up, Tim. It's all going to be good. It'll all be good in the in, in the long run. In the long in run, the long it always run. is. It will all come good. All right. Take Have a good care. weekend. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye.